if you're brand new, you have limited marketing budgets and you want to get the most bank for your buck. So putting a bit of time and effort into your Google My Business profile is definitely an online tool worth getting into. Welcome to the Medical Spa Marketing Show, a podcast dedicated to helping you market your medical aesthetic practice, be it a skincare clinic, plastic surgery, dermatologist, and of course, our medical spas. Even if you don't fall into one of these categories, I guarantee you'll find value here. Hey, my name is Pam Curry. I'm a digital marketer and I've helped businesses just like yours grow and scale online. And I'm here to help you learn all the tips and tricks on how to get your medical spa noticed on social media, increase your visibility on Google, generate leads through different channels and optimize marketing automations so it works for you while you sleep. Get ready to see successful results in no time. All right, let's do this. Hey, 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 welcome back to the MedSpa Marketing Show. We have a nice, interesting topic today that is often overlooked in terms of everybody wants to be found on Google, but a lot of people don't do a very simple tactic to ensure that they're getting more traffic from Google. And that is the local search pack. So when you're Googling a type of business, so if somebody's looking for a med spa, skincare clinic, barbers, hairdressers, and you get the little map that shows up on your screen and the top three listings according to your search. This is where people will go to more than likely when they're looking for local businesses outside of being number one in the ad search or the organic listings. In today's episode, we're going to go through why you should have a Google My Business profile, how to set one up if you don't have one, ways you can optimize your profile so you have better visibility, some tips and tricks for creating some good content that actually helps your your profile rank, some strategies to generate leads because that's why we're here. And then we want to talk about analyzing and tracking your results so you know that your Google My Business is performing or is not performing and then how to troubleshoot it if it's not performing. Let's jump in. Google My Business, GMB, what you need to know. And before you're kind of telling me, okay, I'm doing all the stuff for the med spa. I don't need another channel to be creating posts for. If anything else, this is the one that should take priority and actually takes a lot less work. So if you do not have a Google My Business profile, you can simply go to google.com forward slash business and claim your business or that's where you're going to go to manage the business. So this will make sure that your practice is more visible to potential patients with minimal effort. And that's the focus of today is minimal effort for a high impact. We put hours and hours and hours into content, into social media, and it doesn't always hit the mark, but if you get your Google My Business down, it will hit the mark and make all the difference for getting shown in the local pack. Google My Business is a free tool that will let you manage how your business appears on Google search and maps. And also for when people are looking for directions, because that's always a good one and that always falls down. But we'll dive into that a little bit later. But we want to talk about how this tool, Google My Business, you can use so you can effectively boost your online presence and reach more prospects and convert more prospects into patients. 
So when you're setting up your Google My Business profile, it's really easy. You don't need to do it. You could get somebody in the practice to do it. You could get the front desk person to do it. Does not need to be you. You can definitely delegate this out. All you need to do to verify your your business if you haven't done it already is fill out your profile on google.com forward slash business. And what they'll do is they'll just send you a postcard to your mailing address just to confirm that it's you with a six-digit code. And then once you've received this, you just log back on to google.com forward slash business, enter in the code, confirm it's there, and then voila, you are ready to rock and roll and to start setting up your profile. So having your profile can really work wonders for your business. For starters, it just improves your online visibility for free without your website having to rank. It makes it easier for potential customers to find you because you're keeping your profile accurate and up to date with your information, such as your location, your operating hours, your contact detail. And that means you will be able to drive more traffic to your website because there's a little button on the actual profile that says website and then you're driving people through to your website. So it can help improve your SEO and the chances of appearing in local search results. This is especially important if you're brand new, you have limited marketing budgets and you want to get the most bang for your buck. So putting a bit of time and effort into your Google My Business profile is definitely an online tool worth getting into. All right, let's talk about setting up and optimizing your profile. So we're going to go through each of the steps to optimize your profile. And at the end of this episode, I will give you the link where you can go and grab this checklist to help make it even easier for you to optimize your Google My Business listing. So first off, you have your business information. You want to make sure your business information is accurate and up to date. So this will include the name of the business, the address, phone number, website, and hours of operation. Google will check in with you to update hours over holidays. So if if there's a holiday coming up, you'll get an email and they'll ask you to confirm your hours. So it does make it nice and easy to keep it up to date. And one thing you can do with the business name. So if your business name doesn't necessarily say what you do, you can have my clinic name and then I don't know how to say it's not the hyphen but the long kind of divider that goes in between and then you can say medical spa clinic aesthetic clinic something that's gonna help when people are searching for what it is so it's not just my skincare clinic it's something that actually says what you do and which will help boost your SEO Okay, so that's just the basic information. Next, we will be uploading a high quality logo. And for your logo, you need to make sure that it fits into the dimensions that Google are providing you with. It's always good to have a logo that fits within a circle. So if you do use Google for hosting your email and you have your little icon picture up in the top right, that's what we should be looking for here. We want something that's going to fit in nice and neatly and not something that's going to be chopped off and is out of the dimensions and it doesn't look like your logo. So you want to make sure that your logo is high quality and fits into the dimensions and you're not having something there that cuts off. I'd rather have a picture of you instead of your logo. Next, you're going to put in some 
photos and a video tour of your business. So the chat, this is your chance to really show off your business to prospective clients and build trust before they even reach out to you. Allowing people to see inside and outside of your practice. That's a big one. I'm pretty sure that you know yourself if you're in a new town or city and you're looking for any type of business, you will go to Google, you will search and you will click on the images to see what the business looks like from the outside. I notice myself when I travel a lot and I'm looking for a skincare clinic, laser massage, anything like that. I will look to see what the business looks like from the outside and I will make a lot of judgment on does this look like it's for me? Does this look a bit sketch? Because to be honest, when you're, when you're searching for, especially if you're looking for a massage or anything like that, you always have to be a bit wary. But I do make decisions. I was looking for a laser skincare clinic actually last night because I'm traveling again. And I went off what the outside of the clinic looks like. As bad as that sounds, that was used as my filter before I looked at the reviews. And before I got to the website, so I wanted to see what the clinic actually looked like before I decided whether I want to go to the next step. So a nice picture showing outside your clinic. And you definitely don't want to rely on Google showing it because a lot of the times you will get parked cars outside. You can get people walking by and you can't actually see your business. So it's a good one to actually take the photo yourself and put it online. And you will show off the inside and the outside of your clinic. So Google has actually stated that businesses who upload high quality media are 29% more likely to attract new clients. 41% of people who find your location on Google Maps are more likely to visit. There is an importance behind it. And you want to make sure that you're regularly putting up pictures on your profile so it's up to date and active. That will help show Google that you're open plus it will keep the profile up to date which will prioritize you in the algorithm so you like you can put pictures of your before and afters you can just put pictures of your team you can put pictures of anything in there keeping it up to date even if it's just pictures of skincare let let's get those pictures on there and give your your practice the opportunity to rank over other practices and then I did say a video tour. So Google has an option to to do a tour and you can set it up. There's even people who can come and help set up the tour. I, I, I believe Google are still have kind of nominated people that will come and do it for you. So that's definitely worth checking out. But the more information you can do for people, so you have to remember this could be people like their first opportunity of coming across your business. And then they will go to your website, your social media. So you want to put your best foot forward. So next we want to include a brief description of your business. So we want to create a summary description of what your business offers. And we want to keep this nice and simple. This is not a sales pitch. So for example, your skincare clinic in Houston, Texas is the leading medical spa and skincare clinic providing a range of aesthetic treatments such as Botox, dermal fillers, medical grail, peel, facials, laser, hair removal, and more. So this is giving you the best opportunity for SEO 
and a clear distinction. This is what my business does. So you're not going to have people who are looking for facials or people who are looking for massage. It's very straightforward in this is what we do. And then obviously if you're doing other treatments, you're, you're going to pop it in there. So you would kind of use your categories with the key search words because we all know people search for Botox and fillers or the rest of the search term. So you definitely want to be including that into the mix. Next up, let's talk about your business category. So we want to be sure to set the category to med spa, skincare clinic, laser hair removal, facial spa, all those kinds of things. So it's not that you need to determine it yourself. There's categories within Google My Business. So you just need to go through and select what is appropriate to you. But do make sure that you have your primary category as your medical spa or your skincare clinic or whatever your number one. If you had to only pick one category, what would it be? So you want to make sure that is your primary activity. And then all from there, we're going to talk about the service section on Google My Business. So in the services section, it lists off all the services that you offer. This is where potential clients will be able to see a complete list of everything that you have to offer. So you want to be sure to include all services, products that you offer. So in this instance, we could talk about skin tightening, non-surgical facelifts, whatever it happens to be. It's not where we gave a nice short paragraph on our business category. We now want to be like, this is everything I offer. Because when Google runs through, and even if your website doesn't have it, it will say that the Google My Business listing has it in there. So if you don't have a page for laser hair removal, but you say on Google My Business, you do laser hair removal, you will have chance to be shown for it. Now, that is not going to provide the best customer experience when coming onto the back end of laser hair removal. It says it on Google My Business that you do it, but then they go to your website and they can't find much about it. That's not going to convert very well. So you definitely want to make sure that you have a match up. But having search results show you in the Google My Business listings for laser hair removal gives you the best opportunity to rank for laser hair removal with your website. And then there's a nice matchup to both. So it, it really does work out very well when, when you have both your services listed in both places. Next, let's talk about requesting reviews. This is a ninja trick to help for SEO without having to do any work but ask for the reviews. So we have clients that are in, say, Ireland. It's very different to, to the US that you cannot talk about Botox on your website, but nobody's stopping your clients from talking about Botox. In the review, if you were to say best Botox in, and that's what the client has happens to say, that's going to help with somebody searching for the best Botox in, insert city name. If you have clients who are really good and you're struggling with SEO, you can kind of guide them on what you would like them to say. But it's definitely a hack to get around the algorithms and some rules that may exist in your state or your country that 
the clients can say whatever they want to say, but it definitely gives you a leg up in that they can say it in their own words and that's not going to reflect badly on you. So there's a num the number of positive reviews definitely contribute to where you're going to show up in the local pack for Google My Business. So if you want to improve chances of appearing in the top three, guess what? You need to focus on getting more positive reviews. So to get more reviews, you can send like follow-up emails after somebody's appointment, include a review request as part of your confirmation process. And then you can also post a sign in your practice actually asking for for them to leave a review. But there is a caveat to that one that it's not looked upon favorable if a lot of reviews are actually left from the location of where we're leaving a review for. So that's where I would suggest that you use email follow-up, text follow-up to ask for the review or prime the patient when they're there. Hey, yeah, I'm going to send you a survey afterwards and let me know how everything is and all that kind of stuff. And then it will ask for a review. And the good thing to do here is in the email. So if you have five stars and you're asking, how did I do? If somebody selects between one and three stars, I would send them then to a follow-up page. And if they select between four and five, I would send them through to Google My Business. Because that way then you can manage your low ratings and then you can optimize your good ratings. So within your Google My Business profile, you'll be able to grab a link and that link will just send them directly to leave a review section. So it's not going to send them to your Google My Business page where they just see the method listing. It will actually direct them right away to leave a five-star, four-star review or rating. And while we're talking about reviews and while we're trying to minimize the amount of low stars that get through there, having a few low stars is actually good. It makes you seem legit. But what you really want to do is make sure you're responding to every single review that's left that good or bad. Because replying to a negative review has nothing got to do with replying to that person technically. Like while we do need to manage the issue or concern, whatever is in there, that response that you write is a response for prospective clients to see, to see how they handle it, to see how, how you operate and not the negative piece. A lot of people will see you as more trustworthy and stuff goes wrong every, every day in the aesthetics industry and people are not happy and there's, I know there's so many, I'm going to leave you a bad review. You don't give me more filter or fix this or whatever it happens to be. So we definitely want to be managing it and having a perfect five star is actually a bit, it's a bit more sus in terms of how can they, they be that perfect? So having a few bad reviews and people know, it's like for your favorite restaurant, people will be on for one star, absolutely awful. The food was nasty. The service was disgraceful. So. It's just something we have to deal with, but making sure you reply to all the reviews will definitely optimize your profile. All right, next up, we want to be enabling the messaging feature. So Google has like a text message kind of service within Google My Business that allows somebody to send you a message directly. And it's all managed within the, like if you have Google Maps on your phone, it's all managed within there. So I just get notifications of, because like, I manage like so many locations, I just see the notifications coming through of people actually 
wanting instant gratification in terms of a response to their message. And we have spoken about this before, but this is about meeting people where they want to be met and not what you want them to do. So clearly these people want to send a message on Google. Hey, how much is this? Are you open this time? Do you do X service? And it's not because you're not telling them. People just have questions and they want to get them answered. So responding to them right there within the maps or Google My Business, whatever way you want to look at, is having an extra channel of communication with your prospects. And if they're messaging you, they could be messaging a few more businesses. So definitely getting a response fast to these people will make a hell of a difference in converting them through to a prospect. So using Messenger has seen an 83% decrease in the cost per inquiry and has 6 X increase lead. So this is data coming from Google. So it definitely works. So if you're saying to yourself, okay, do I need to do it? Does that seem like extra work? Do we really want to add more onto our plate? It's not technically more onto our plate. It's on the app. It's nice and simple. And if it's going to reduce your costs and increase your leads, I would say, yes, thank you. Off we go with that one. Next part of optimizing your profile. And I thought today's episode was going to be around the 10 minute mark and we are still here at 22 minutes. So we are almost there. Stick with me. Next one is we want to be creating regular posts. If you create any type of content, have offers, any kind of information out there that you can post on social media, this is where you can easily repurpose it onto Google My Business. If you use like a social media scheduler, a lot of them now just have the icon to be able to just tick the box. If I'm creating a post for Facebook, Instagram, I can select Google My Business. That could be like just an infographic before and after. It can be anything that you want it to be. And then I just optimize it for Google My Business and that publishes out nice and smoothly. It's so simple. And yet it by posting regularly, just like we were talking about by updating your photos regularly, it becomes a feed onto its own. So you don't need to be posting every single day. It's not going to work the same way as social media, but it's a great way to be able to drive traffic around promotion, blogs, content on your website. So creating regular posts will more than likely appear in the local path over people who aren't actually doing that. So you definitely want to be doing it and it doesn't take much work that you actually can't put a hell of a lot of content in there. There is a limit of characters that can put in there. So nice and simple image text, off you go. Next, we want to have a look at enabling the booking feature. So if you offer appointments, be sure to enable the booking feature. This will allow your prospects to easily be able to book an appointment with you. So this can be a BU's third party tool. You can simply connect it up here and let people be able to do it. Or you can work around it within Google's native feature for booking appointments. I wouldn't recommend it. It will probably overlap and there will be miscommunication and stuff could be mixed. So I definitely wouldn't recommend going down that road. And last but not least, you want to analyze and track the results with Google Insights and Analytics. So we're putting all the work in here. 
and then we want to see if it's actually paying off. So Google will send automatically to you insights on your listing, how many people clicked for directions, how many people clicked on the phone number, how many people viewed the post, how many people clicked X button. So you're able to see what's going on and you can get hyper analytical if you have your Google Analytics set up correctly so you can track your traffic coming from Google My Business and see if they converted. Now, all of this is primed on you having conversion tracking set up so you are able to measure and I'm not going to go on a tangent I promise but it always comes down to measurement so if you don't measure the people on your website so with Google Analytics you can say okay People come from all different traffic sources, such as organic, um, social, paid, referral. And then if you don't measure, if they booked an appointment, well, how are you supposed to know what works in general with your marketing? So if you are able to measure based on just putting a piece of code on the back end, okay, my social media organic efforts convert at 2%. So then you're able to measure the ROI of what you're actually doing. And same for Google My Business, you're able to measure, okay, well, if this amount of people came from Google My Business, X amount of people made a phone call, X amount of people sent an inquiry form, X amount went online and made the booking of themselves, you're able to see what's actually working so you can do more of it and then do less of what's not working. So you're able to see paid social, organic social, so many ways to do this. And I definitely need to do in probably a multi-part episode on this because it's where everybody goes wrong. Nobody gets into the nitty-gritty of measurement. So you can never effectively say something doesn't work because you actually don't know what works. But it's not knowing what doesn't work. It's not it's knowing what works. And then you can't double down on what works because you have absolutely zero idea. You might have feelings, but feelings generally wrong when it comes to data. Unless you've come out of nowhere and you've hired some agency to come in and be like, okay, go run some Facebook ads or Google ads for me. And then all of a sudden you're just seeing, okay, we're getting more bookings, but you don't know for sure. Well then, how are you supposed to optimize and do more of what's working? But I'm going to get off that soapbox for today. We do not have all day to sit here and listen to me go on and on about the data. There we go. That is everything you need to know about creating and optimizing your Google My Business. I hope you see that it is an invaluable tool for anybody who's looking to get more leads, more customers, create more visibility and get your business seen for the people who are actually searching for what you do. I will include a checklist in the show notes. So if you go to vibrantmarketing.net forward slash GMB, it will get give you a guide checklist. So you're able to go through and optimize the performance of your listing. So if you found this helpful, I would love you could go ahead and give us a rating on Apple or I suppose call it Shopify. I work with Shopify so much, Spotify <laughs> or wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast. That is amazing. My friend, I will see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Medical Spa Marketing Show. My goal is to empower and inspire you to take your medical aesthetic practice to the next level. Don't forget that success requires dedication and hard work. But with the right mindset and strategy, anything is possible. So go out there and make it happen, friend.
don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode so you can gain more valuable insights and tips on how to market your medical aesthetic practice. In the meantime, you can follow us over on Instagram at Vibrant Marketing Online. Talk to you soon.